You're listening to The Inside Scoop with Novell. Welcome to The Inside Scoop with Novell. I'm Dr. Rita Simmons, retired Navy captain, medical researcher with a PhD in physiology, and Novell founder and senior consultant. This is our first episode in our series about maintaining and growing your business during the pandemic. Today, we're going to discuss the sudden shift to remote work that many companies have been required to make in the face of office closures and stay-at-home orders resulting from the pandemic. As we all know, remote work, it's not a new concept. In the past five years, there's been a 44% increase in the number of remote jobs, and that's according to flexjobs.com, and that number is certainly expected to grow over the next several years. The companies have spent the last several years preparing to incorporate remote work as part of their business plan. They've spent that time creating a plan of support and adding systems and structure to the work environment to ensure employees could seamlessly operate away from the corporate office. Obviously, our current situation did not allow employers the time and the space to plan and set up these systems prior to this shift. Employees being ordered home practically overnight, it's naturally caused a disruption for employees and employers. This disturbance has also impacted all projects, products, and ongoing company business. I've discussed this issue with several of my colleagues recently, and one theme that seems consistent regardless of industry is, you know, when we ask company leaders, what do workers need to successfully work from home? Often their response is something like, well, they need a computer, the internet, and a good work ethic. Well, this response is not only short-sighted, it also shows a lack of awareness about employee relations productivity and wellness. There are several challenges concerning working from home that companies and leaders need to think about as this transition happens on the fly. We'll talk about six of the top actions that leaders should take to support their employees and help them be successful and we'll also provide some resources to help you navigate this aspect of our changing business landscape. The number one thing new remote workers need is permission to stop working. When you live where you work, the lines between the two quickly blur. Often workers find themselves, they're answering emails, texts, and just simply not having the ability to stop working on a project when they need to have some downtime. It is imperative that bosses and employees set office hours. This creates natural structure to the day. It ensures everyone is on the same page when the question comes up, hmm, I wonder if my admin assistant is online. Everybody knows when the other is in the office and it lessens the temptation to continue business interactions after the workday is over. The other aspect of setting hours is to ensure remote employees schedule breaks and lunch. It's not healthy for them to keep working through breaks because their home just home kitchen happens to be next to their dining room table where they've set up a computer. Ensuring employees walk away periodically and keeping their mindset in a normal business rhythm as much as possible is key to success in this new situation we're in. A part of schedule setting is enforcing the shutdown at the end of the scheduled workday. Employees, as well as bosses, need to have a stark line of demarcation at the end of the day and allow employees to go home 
and relax with family, take care of themselves, and get appropriate rest. This includes turning off those pesky notifications on your phone, email, and other electronic communication tools. If employers don't encourage employees to separate their work life and office life, companies could be at risk of losing great talent, decreasing overall productivity, and then increasing stress and worker burnout. The second action leaders need to take is to recommend their employees establish physical boundaries between home and office. Just as we talked about the importance of a work schedule, suggesting that employees set aside a room, preferably with a door, in the home as what we're going to call the office, is imperative to creating a true boundary between where we live and where we work. While we understand that not everybody has a separate room that can be set aside solely as an office, it's still critical that employees design a space, even if it's only temporary, that can be identified as their office. I've seen people use closets uh, or Japanese screens and hanging curtains as dividers. It doesn't really matter. It's the principle of dividing an area that is only used for work during what has been established as your work hours. Employees must adopt a strict rule that this room is just like driving to the company office and that they will only work in that space. If employees have family, roommates, anybody sharing the home with them, the disruptions can not only be frustrating, but typically come often and just seem unrelenting. Having proactive discussions with family members can help them understand the boundaries and encourage them to hold questions and interruptions until whatever the schedule breaks happen to be. Setting phones to unavailable during work hours will keep the electronic interruptions to a minimum. Other important rules to establish. Once workers have entered the office for a workday, keep the door closed and maybe even use a sign to indicate when you're at work. This simple action can further assist with setting boundaries with people sharing the home and hopefully they'll honor your work time which in turn decreases the interruptions and distractions. Also, remote workers must make it a habit to leave the office during all breaks. This act helps clear the mind, decrease stress, and it will keep employees from sitting for eight hours and hopefully restore some energy levels. Breaks really are an important part of staying healthy and avoiding burnout. Lastly, at the end of the workday, shut everything down close the door, flip the sign to closed. This provides finality for the workday and denotes the change to personal time. Don't return to the office and use personal time for what it's intended for and that is self-care and stress reduction. The next thing that leaders need to provide to their remote workforce is a prioritized work schedule. It's very easy for employees to get lost in the myriad of tasks on their plate and struggle with how to prioritize their time and to potentially lose sight of the forest through the trees. One thing that's human nature, and we all do this, is we do those things that we enjoy or that are easy. These may not be the items that are critical to the company. And if priorities change, what remote team members are working on certainly may not be the current priority that the company has. So a prime duty of leaders is to assist employees stay focused on team priorities and assign tasks and due dates. Companies can use 
things like program management tools and other tracking and tasking tools to keep all team members connected and focused. All companies can help employees remain focused by suggesting ways to decrease distractions like noise canceling apps, noise canceling headphones, earplugs, and the use of low level background music. These things together, decreasing distractions and providing prioritization tools will help employees stay focused on what you need for them to be working on. During times of crisis and stress, individuals often have difficulty maintaining energy levels and their attention span. Companies can talk with the remote employee staff about the importance of managing their energy and attention and not just their time. During this pandemic, we all have to be in this as a team and for the long haul. So this really isn't the time to be clock watchers and time managers. Employees need the flexibility to take some time off, adjust their hours if necessary, and focus more on the delivery of the product or the project on time and not punching a clock. Several studies have shown a 65% increase in productivity with remote workers compared to those that come to the office every day. This increase is often attributed to the flexibility that remote workers have of accomplishing work on a daily time schedule that seems to work best for them and due to increased efficiency with many of the office distractions being removed. The other things leaders may want to recommend to employees is to use the Eisenhower matrix as a way of prioritizing their day or week, depending on what the size of their projects are. This matrix lays out tasks in a one, three, five priority. One big task, three medium tasks, five small tasks. This one sure employees don't take on more work than is feasible in a given time period and will help them stay focused again on those important items that you need for them to do. The next key to a happy and productive workforce is communication. Isolation is an all too real issue when you're working from home. Whether you've been hired as a remote worker from the outset or if someone finds themselves unexpectedly being thrust into a remote work world. Employees that typically come to the office every day, they're used to having people to collaborate with on a regular basis, colleagues and supervisors to bounce ideas off of, and those water cooler moments where they feel they get the real information or during group lunches that provide critical social interaction in their day. When these workers are suddenly working from home without any support network or feedback, they begin to feel out of the loop. For many during this crisis, it has happened almost overnight. Without any preparation, there are no longer regular face-to-face -face meetings, quick pop-ins by your boss, and a sudden decrease in specific guidance on tasks and very little feedback. If leaders don't plan to provide an avenue for team interaction, their workforce may lose motivation, focus, and begin feeling as though they're adrift. And for the extroverts on your team, this can happen very quickly and be extremely unsettling. It is imperative that leaders and supervisors work to create connectedness among workers and teams. Some of the best ways to do this is the use of chat tools. Uh, we use Microsoft Teams in our business. We also use uh, Microsoft video meetings, uh, but other video meeting tools are Skype, Zoom, many other platforms. Uh, also use regular check-in calls to not only make sure their tasks are clear and they have what they need, 
but just to make sure they're adjusting well and feeling supported. Another great thing you can supply to your team is cloud data and document sharing platform to enable quick and painless access to all the documents and resources they need. We use Microsoft OneDrive, but there are many other services available like Box, OneHub, Google Drive, and then several others. These tools will allow tool members to share documents efficiently. They can edit within the platform. It provides version control, and it would promote a sense of cohesion for the teams. The last tool I would suggest, as alluded to earlier, is an enhanced program management tool such as Trello, Basecamp, FunctionFox, Asana, or Microsoft Project. These tools create transparency, clear tasks, assignments, and goals, and will keep everybody working in sync and feeling connected and part of the larger organization. For many small businesses, there are some versions of these tools that are free and others that are available for a fairly low monthly fee. The fifth must-have for your remote workers is state-of-the-art technology. Of course, your team needs hardware. This seems to be a no-brainer, but the questions leaders need to ask is, how old are your systems? Is the software out of date? Do we have all the peripherals our team needs? What would make our team's lives easier? How about upgrades? Double screens so they can easily go between documents. Can we provide standing desks? Wi-Fi. That could be another challenge depending on where your workers live. When I've had teams faced with insufficient wireless signal strength or reception, we used MiFi's to boost the signal and speed up work. Times like these may mean unconventional solutions like companies paying to increase home wireless speed and potentially providing boosters to help workers have the connectivity they need to function. Not everybody is an IT whiz, so consider whether your employees have the technical expertise to address IT challenges that arise. To address this, companies can link tutorials to their website so employees can quickly get information on common hardware or software issues. Also, it's a good idea to beef up your remote assistance options. Ensure the company adds IT professionals to the staff. Set up additional call lines, uh, have someone handling issues, and then assign the correct problem solver to those issues. Many employees are not experienced IT troubleshooters and may need a significant amount of help to get everything working smoothly. The company can also hire an external service to assist employees with their IT issues and requirements. Either way, it's imperative that the support be easy and seamless. Bottom line, think ahead and supply the best technology you can given budget constraints to help your team do their jobs efficiently and effectively. Lastly, it's critical that leaders encourage workers to be active and healthy. The majority of workers are under stay-at-home orders during this pandemic, which means that people are sitting at home 24 hours a day. Routines and much of the activity on a normal day has been eliminated. The default is to sit while we work, sit and watch TV, and then maybe sit in bed and read, and then fall asleep. This is an easy trap to fall into and one that is not healthy. Regular movement will help your employees stay healthy and it's a great way for them to eliminate stress. 
Companies and leaders need to encourage their team to remain active and healthy during this time. Some solutions your company could offer, a free online workout subscription. Some companies have hired trainers to tape workouts and make those available. There are some companies that have people leading online team exercise sessions. Put resources on the company website for things like healthy eating and self-care activities, mindfulness training, self-guided meditation. Some companies also put nutrition blogs, articles, recipes, and tips in a regular email post or on their social media sites. You could also issue a fitness or healthy challenge to your team to keep them engaged in a healthy lifestyle during this pandemic. There are really endless ways to motivate your workers. Leaders need to check in on their folks, ask how they're doing, and provide the encouragement and tools to stay motivated, productive, and sane during this very insane time. Well, thanks so much for tuning in. If you find this material helpful, please subscribe to future episodes and check out our website and social media for more information at Nobel Online. Remember, we're on this together, so stay safe.